This is a podcast from Rover. Well, if you like what you've just listened to, don't forget to subscribe to Rex wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on social to read the latest rural news. Just head to rexonline.co.nz. All right, Friday, that means sport time. Hamish Mackay from a, a rather wet city of sales up in Auckland, is it, Hamo? Well, it's uh, it's uh, uh, persisting down, so Aucklanders might be getting wet feet today. Um, hopefully there's not more, and I say that, you know, slightly tongue-in-cheek, but of course uh, there's certain parts of Auckland that are a bit vulnerable when it pours down, but hopefully it's not too bad. Oh, the old Julius Marlowe's might get a bit of a soaking, eh? The Julius Marlowe's. Where did you pull that one out? The, the, the Julius Marlowe. The soul that's, shoe. <laughs> it's the what shoe? The soul shoe, you reckon? The soul shoe. There used to be an ad in the early 80s on TVNZ, it would have been back in the day. Yeah, they had a big, uh, big American dude, and he was he he was the front man for Julius Marlowe's soul shoes. Oh, really? So um, I haven't heard Julius Marlowe forever. It was old uh, the twelfth man, you know, good old Billy Birmingham. Um, one of his yes, earlier yes. ones. Um, they were doing one of the pitch reports, and uh, I think Tony Gregg was talking about it. And uh, you know, the crack opened up so wide, he almost uh, lost one of the old Julius Marlowe's. So uh, yeah, that's where. I Always just when someone says shoes, my natural inclination is to go to Julius Marlowe's for for dress shoes. Oh, that is outstanding! Julius Marlowe disappeared down the crack of the pitch. Beautiful. <laughs> I think he lost his car keys humor. down there as well. I think you know. Oh, look! Some of that Billy Birmingham stuff is just like you know next level, isn't it? I mean, I wish somebody would come out with some fresh stuff on it because it's just you know I I love lines like um, oh. Oh, rubbish, Benny. The selectors left them out last night, brought them back in this morning. I mean, and the, oh, the Formula These cars have been going round and round this bloody city. Oh, love it. So good. It. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I got to interview him once, one-on-one. It was it was fantastic. Had a, a good time oh, with him. Brilliant. There was one other one that I've always loved, and I think you might have heard me say it before, but it, it, remind, it was, you know, the big American, you know, sports anchor, you know, as they are in America, they're sort of in their 60s and you know, big and bold and the big rim glasses and he's interviewing um, uh, the gymnast, Rick Disnack, who uh, had the incident with the horse um, when he jumped off the horse and uh, and, he, and he was, I broke my legs, I crushed my pelvis, I ruptured my spleen, I broke my nose, uh, I punctured a lung. Well, good to hear you weren't too badly injured, Rick. Geez, <laughs> <laughs> you did that quite well. You could be the oh, next Billy Birmingham, man. That was actually a pre- oh, that was a no, good no, effort. They, they won't take off my feet. In fact, maybe the Dominator and the Hitman come up with something <laughs> along those lines. Well, over, you know. It was amazing. We get the boss to shout us a night out, and we can just come up with some good lines. Yeah, like we always do. We do our best work on a serviette with a pen. Yeah, exactly. You know? Well, who, yeah, yeah, most people yeah. do, don't they? You know, yeah, it's no, it's do. a tr- tried do. and true they method. Do. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. I haven't really caught up with a lot of sports news this week, so no. um, well, I've, they, you I've, know, the Wayne Barnes retiring. I mean, I think that's worth sort of you know covering. Um, he said the death threats and everything are too much. I, I would suspect at 44, you're probably getting towards the end of the rainbow as a referee anyway. Yeah. Um, I do think there's been a bit of a top-heavy reaction to him. I think Shag Hansen's right when he says it's more about the rules and the TMO than the referee. Um, but, yeah, look, um, yeah, so, look, I mean, everybody, he's not our favourite referee, and when you look at him, <laughs> historically on all black wins under, uh, under Wayne Barnes, 
the percentage isn't very high. Uh, look, uh, here's the thing, though, and um, at the end of the day, I said this to a guest in the studio the other day, Hamish, it's uh, to the point yeah. now where do you even need a referee? If you're just going to referee it by yeah. television, let's just do that, either one or the other. Yeah. No, so TMO stays, but TMO only responds to referee instruction. Or referee can react to a touchy because a touchy can see a punch or a, an, el- you know, an elbow to the head or something. You know, I'm happy with them to instruct the referee. If the referee says, no, no, I've got it covered, I saw it, didn't matter, move on. But a rule, rule on things like knock on over the line or loss, you know, those things that are career-defining perhaps for some, you know, um, like, you know, like if, if there wasn't a TMO, I would suggest... Uh, that the Irishman scores against the All Blacks under Geordie Barrett's tackle and she's all over Rover, you know, but with the benefit of a TMO, it showed that Geordie made the tackle. So that's where it's got to be, but not in the run of play. That's referee's job. Yeah, and what about the touchies? I mean, seriously, they're the biggest waste of space on the planet, aren't they, these guys? They don't do anything. yeah, Yeah, look, I don't think they really have a role other than something that is... Their role could be to call um, blatant foul play, Right. Blatant foul play, a referee, a touchy might be able to say, yep. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit all confusing, isn't it? I think the first one we've got to sort out, though, is the, touch, the, the referee referees the game. The TMO is somebody he can default to if he needs to, if he feels he needs to, not on their instruction. Yeah, I think the whole thing's a, uh, an absolute mess, to be honest with you, because yeah. you cannot throw no. that thing up as the world showpiece and go, oh, oh no. what do you think about that, everybody? Aren't we? Isn't this a great sport? Whatever. Yeah. Although I think showpiece games came with the likes of the All Blacks Island and things like that were incredible. True. Matches. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. I can't argue. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I don't even know what's sort of going on in, in the world. I mean, my West Ham United's falling off the, yeah, off the wagon, as they always do Christmas, and other than that, you know, bit of cricket going on that you'll be all over, of course, uh, how the uh, the Black Caps travelling. Well, this is a problem now, because last week I was uh, talking them up a bit, and I think most people probably were, but all it would have taken is a cursory look at the draw, and when you think about it, the pro- yeah. I think the deceiving part of it is we beat England, and we, we smashed England, then we get a few more wins after that, and it was kind of like one of those things where you go, oh, actually, this side's going, look, they're probably still going to make the four, the thing is, tomorrow night they've got uh, Pakistan, right, so we've dropped down mm-hmm. to uh, fourth on the table, um, and Pakistan are in fifth. Now, we're only one win ahead of them, so here's what's going to... If Pakistan win, then we're both on eight points, and this is going to be a yeah, this is going to be an issue for us um, if we lose. So must-win game tomorrow against the Pakistanis. That's just the... That, honestly, that's that's the fight for, for the final spot in the top four. Yeah. Look, interesting, isn't it, as you say, smashed England. But I thought the effort against uh, uh, Australia, wasn't it, to get to it when they nearly knocked on the door of 400. Oh, dude. And we, you know, it, what a game. What a game. I mean, that's a showpiece. That there was, and because one of the other things I said last week was we haven't seen too many of those really close down to the wire games. Well, man, we've had a couple, and that one was just incredible. I did the watch the last two hours thing on Sky Sport. Not good for the nerves, but uh, Jimmy Nation, man, what a performance from uh, from him and. Oh, dude, but then, of course, we uh, got absolutely pants by South Africa, which was a tough one yeah. to watch as well. So, uh, yeah, look, it's it's interesting. I'm a, we're a mixed bag at the moment. I think you've got um, India and South Africa, who are obviously, you know, out and out uh, the best two teams there. And then you've got yeah. the Aussies coming good at the right time, uh, as they always bloody do. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Timing is everything, don't they? And they're pretty good at it. Hey, so speaking of timing, it's sort of getting towards Christmas, isn't it? And I was thinking we probably, you know, we've got to do the pre-Halbergs, don't we, really? We're kind of like, are we the Golden Globes before the uh, Grand <laughs> Before the, know, uh, the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, Oscars. Do we need to start thinking about our awards for the year? I mean, if I said to you who was the best All Black at the World Cup, who would you say to me now? Um, for Adi Savia... Yeah, see, I think it was a toss-up between Artie Savia and Mark Tillier. Yeah. Who so I thought, you know, as a breakout player of the world and Artie the best player of the year, I think they were well-deserved. Um, I thought Richie Moonga was fantastic too. So there you go, you know, interesting. I, I, I tend to agree with you on Artie. I mean, he just keeps growing and growing as a leader. I mean, he's he's presidential. You know, he's, he, he really is quite an outstanding individual, isn't he? He's amazing. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to think of who else yeah. it does. Oh, here's the other thing, though, is um, you look at Mwanga, right, and I just feel that he was coming into that category of world-class first five-eights. Do you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. could make yeah. the argument that he was already there, yeah, but... You know, you look at the body of work now, and he was just, you, you get the feeling the next four-year cycle, he would be far and away um, one of the, you know, in the top two, three, oh. if not the best first five in world rugby. Oh, yeah, he'd be a dominator. He would be. And, and, and you know, as you say, you're right. So, I mean, but again, I've got to go. Uh, this is, you know, I don't think it's nitpicking or, uh, you know, we've got to take our kicks, you know, and I... I talked about this quite a bit. You know, the look on his face when he had that conversion, the same way with Geordie when that the penalty. You got to nail those ones, but it's not the reason we lost. But um, I think yeah, you know, I think Foster they mucked around a little bit with the Bowden thing at ten last year, and that sort of slowed Richie up a bit. But yeah, right up there. But hey, the All Blacks finished in a way better space than they were eighteen months ago, and I think we should be. I think we should be bloody wrapped about that. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Uh, there's the fallout. Yeah. The fallout continues as well, of course. So you've got Foster who, uh, quite rightfully I think and uh, he's left it to after the World Cup which is sensible but um, you know uh, he's had a bit of a according to a couple of headlines I'm only reading this right now as I talk to you he's had a swipe at NZR in the media fair enough I yeah. probably would too yeah. Sam Kane he's uh, going to go to Japan a lot of players uh, yeah. departing so that's interesting um, and why yeah. wouldn't you because you've got to cash in man you've got to take the, the yeah. take them pesos when they're on offer right yeah yeah absolutely and and uh, it's not gonna. You're not gonna make a retirement out of playing for the All Blacks. That that is the reality. Because it might seem like a good contract, but it's a five or six year deal at the most. Get over there and, and park the money. Exactly. One hundred percent. Did you see any of the um, Tyson Fury Francis and Garnu fight from last week? Did you watch any of that? No, I very briefly, I saw one knockdown, but that's all I saw. Well, and Garnu got the knock. Uh, got got the knockdown yeah. um, against Fury. Um, then you've got, <laughs> then then you've got all the uh, the verdicts have come out, um, and people are up in arms. Generally speaking, about the fact that Nganu lost uh, that split decision uh, to to Fury, which. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. I've watched it once. I'd probably have to watch it again because it was actually quite close. Because the thing is, Fury's such a good boxer that, um, you know, he's scoring points quite often. And uh, you can't, they might not be spectacular, but he's scoring. And so you've got to yeah. factor that in. And I just, yeah, it was a really fascinating fight in the end. And I think um, Francis Ngannou wants to stay in the, uh, in the boxing world and uh, remain in that heavyweight division. Then that's going to really ignite it. Imagine him 
against Usyk and got uh, Wilder and, uh, and and guys like that. Oh, yeah. I'm quite excited about it actually because he's genuinely. A lot of people wondered how he's going to go. Genuinely uh, gave a, a really uh, good account of himself. Hell yeah! The little bit I saw was that. That's a, yeah. That uh, that was a good account without a doubt. So yeah. And hey, it makes it a bit more exciting. Adds another element, and as you say, um, boxing boxing does need it too. You know, obviously with the you know the opposition that it has out there at the moment. So well, and and and, and Ganu going over to boxing will bring more people in uh, as well yeah. because the interest level Absolutely. will just be oh, what's Francis up to? He's doing this. Okay, let's yeah. have a look at it and see how he goes. So the good thing is the New Zealand Pakistan game tomorrow starts at six p.m. our time, which is far more reasonable. Yeah. Perfect. Then the uh, the Black Ferns against the England uh, women's rugby team in that World EW15 series tomorrow night. I think 7:30 that kicks off. So I'll be looking forward to that. And I'm watch a good mate of mine from school days, from boarding school actually. Uh, he's got a horse running in the 10 million dollar race in Sydney tomorrow. 10 million dollar race, 60 percent for the winner, six million. There's four or five of them in it. Not a bad day if uh, Legato gets home. Good stuff. Legato. Yeah, get in. Get a yeah, slice of that go. pie. I got the uh, Dunedin Beer Fest on this weekend, Hamish. Uh, so uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know uh, how much sport I'll be watching, but there you go. You're a long time in the remove.